Hello, and welcome to a podcast of things that I did on the radio. Um, what's in this show? Well, you, the first link of the radio show is the menu of this piece, so actually there's no point me listing them here. Oh, I know what I meant to say. We should do more of this. Wherever you found this, you, sub- you can subscribe from whichever podcast provider you can find us in, and that would all help. Not that I've checked subscriber numbers for a while, but... Um, yeah, I don't want to depress myself. But instead, I thought I'd plug it a few times before I do. So there you go. Right, let's crack on with what we did on the radio earlier today. Um, we'll be talking about blackouts. We'll be talking about how you might be more like a dog than you realise. I certainly might be. I do enjoy walkies. So. OAPs are in the news. At, we won't have space for this story. I'm not going to manage to fit it all in. For example, um, parents are being offered £50 Amazon vouchers to snitch on kids who head the ball. Heading the ball's been outlawed, it's, um, which means if you dob them in, you get a 50 quid Amazon. Now look, if you are a child and you want to do some heading the ball, and then I'll dob you in and we'll split that 50 quid voucher... I ran it past my little lad, and he's uh, nearly seven months old, and he uh, he didn't respond. So, probably been heading that ball too much, I imagine. Universities and colleges have been told to stop calling older people OAPs and pensioners. Let's read on to see if this makes any sense, because at the moment, it sounds pretty stupid. Guidelines aimed at helping students talk to each other um, and state, state that terms could be offensive. How many OAPs are in school? No. No, that's not the point. I know that's not the point. They say that for those over 60, um, that calling them OAPs could be a form of discrimination. Another one of these stories, is it? Well, to find out more about this, I'm joined by uh, someone from the university. Hello. Uh, Hello, Steve. So you're banning calling people OAPs? Yes, we think that it could be offensive uh, to the, well, the... Who is it offensive to? Terms like OAP, old age pensioner, could be upsetting to the pensioners whose age is quite old, no. You don't know what to call them, do you? I know not to call them OAPs. Call who OAPs? The coffin dodgers. (laughs) No, sorry, I I mean the people who avoid coffins. No, I mean... (laughs) The thing is, if you start to say some terms are offensive, you can go on and find other terms are offensive. You'll be there all day. Look, here, I I found my notes. Um, It says we should call them mature. Nah, I know lots of pensioners, and some of the stuff they laugh at, they're not mature. So, we know that there's blackouts been threatened, and they're not going to happen. But if they do happen, we've been warned. But they're not going to happen. But they could, but they're not. And I don't even know if it's a worry. I write about this in the newspaper column that's out on Friday in the Romford Recorder. Because I've never lived through any blackouts. I remember there being power cuts when I was younger, but nothing plugged in back then. You know, these days everything's Wi-Fi enabled, so... That's my whole theory, that if we if we lose power, all of a sudden you won't be able to order anything offline. It'd be a nightmare. Um, so what I thought we'd do on the show today is, you can tell me, what would you do in the event of blackouts? How do you keep yourself busy? Eh, let me know some of these. Cause, you know, I'll make a little list of stuff I could get up to as well. Just notice this story. It's not what we're talking about in this link, but almost, a th- almost three quarters of Brits know how to do CPR. Three out of four. Which means I always make sure I'm surrounded by three other people, and I make sure I don't know CPR. Maths. <coughs> anyway, what we're talking about is there might be some blackouts. There won't be, but there might be. And so as after your advice, if you've been through them before, how does one deal with an energy blackout? John's been sending me voice notes. What you got, John? I'd better not do the blackout on a Thursday. Thursday night. I miss late night mesh. Good man. Good man. 
You can still watch it available on UK TV player. But not if there's a blackout, I suppose. Anything else? Steve, start eating loads and loads of carrots right now in case we get a blackout. And then I can still... Okay, no, I'm with you. Paul gets in touch and says, uh, if the lights go out, Steve, just develop photos. Yeah. That's the most topical reference you've got. It's almost like you're not taking it seriously. And that is exactly the attitude we're after on today's show. Are you a dog owner? At the moment, uh, even though I'm a dog person, I've got cats because they're easier to look after. There's a thing on Netflix about cats. I've not got around to watching it yet, but it was recommended to me by the cats. actually. But dogs not only officially look like their owners, they also act like them. A study has linked personality traits of our most popular breeds with those who own them. Um, from the kennel club bill lambert which carried out the research said it appears that we can often tell a lot about a person from the type of dog that they own each breed has distinct characteristics traits and care needs which helps the would-be owners know what they're in for so if you own a certain type of dog you have those traits if you uh, own a labrador i guess you're quite loving and easygoing and good with the kids um if you own a dalmatian are you slightly highly strung if you own um, one of those little um, chihuahua things, are you a right pain in the... Are you a noisy little, yappy little... Do you foul the pavement? Because here's the thing. Some dogs are a bit annoying, aren't they? I know you can't blame the breed, you have to blame the owners, but specifically, like, if you own Lassie, you an absolute snitch. If you... I'm trying to think of other famous dogs now. If you own... Oh, who was the one in the cartoons who used to say, I'm very, very sorry. There's no way if you know the answer and you own a dog like that, you're getting in touch. You ain't got the energy, have you? Idle, mate. I won't hang around with this story. Because aliens are in the news, so we know what's going to happen. But a mysterious ancient doorway found in the Grand Canyon could be the work of aliens. I'm just going to underline the word could in this newspaper story, because I think that's doing most of the work. Um... Conspiracy theorists have been sent into a frenzy after eagle-eyed Wayne Wells came across the unexplained black hole in the famous US landmark on Google Earth. Oh, I didn't even leave their house, just sitting around on Google Earth going, that looks weird, probably aliens. I, you know me, I ain't too bothered about aliens building holes in our tourist attractions. Nah, to put a door wherever, mate. My worry is that it will try and get in touch with us using uh, radio waves. Because if they pick 107.5 megahertz, well, I'll be sitting here talking to myself in the next bit Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcast to learn about your species. The Bank of England has had to buy more bonds. Surely by now they have all of the films on VHS and DVD, even the original Casino Royale one. Kind of sing breaking in. I wouldn't know what to do because then next thing you know, you'd be hearing aliens. But I, it's never going to happen, so let's not worry about it. Before we get into this link, another news story we're not going to get time for today. But trees are growing thicker uh, amid climate change crisis to shield from the uh, shield the planet from disaster. So due this is according to the papers, due to climate change, trees are growing thicker, which I think I might be able to blame on the same thing. We had a heatwave this year, and I'm faster than I've ever been, so uh, science. Also, there's a threat of blackouts. It probably won't happen. Everyone's talking about these blackouts. There are three levels of predictions by the company that did it. 
Only the worst case scenario includes blackouts of three hours. The second worst case scenario is some small blackouts. Best case scenario, no blackout. Doesn't stop me doing a phone in saying, what'd you do in a blackout? What'd you, what would you get up to? John's been in touch. Steve, I reckon if we have a blackout, it's going to be another baby boom. I don't quite follow you there. That's, uh, or at least let's pretend I don't quite follow you there. Anything else? Oh dear, I'm in the dark. Yeah. And it seems to me my stupid wife's thrown the candles in the bin. So I think the lesson we're learning from John's messages today is um, it's a heck of a time to have a drink. Is that what's... No, is that what's... Um, anyway, you keep coming through. What do you actually get up to when blackouts happen? Let's make some plans. I like to keep you up to date with all of the newsers. As we, uh, I think Dave tweeted, not as in the guys, in the channel, tweeted about, or retweeted the one about, all, you get all the news if you watch Late Night Mash, all the different types of news, breaking news, rolling news, upsetting news. They missed one. Entertainment news. Larry was trending on Twitter yesterday. Not this Larry, just the word Larry, but still. Makes me feel like we're almost a successful show. Um, but here's the man who can give us the very latest in what's happening with celebs. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to hear from you. What have you got for us this time? Singer Louis Capaldi says he wore tight Speedos in his new video to give his fans a laugh. Music video, or has he had to turn to webcam work too? No, his new song, Forget Me, has a video that kind of parodies Wham. Right. It's odd, but when I think of Wham, I think of those t-shirts. If I think of Speedos, I'm thinking of Duncan Goodhue. It's like Club Tropicana, Stevie. Duncan Goodhue wasn't in that. No, no, never mind. Lewis said he did it just to have a laugh. Typical, isn't it? What? Well, when he wears Speedos, oh, it's just a little laugh. But when I wear them, apparently I've messed up the job interview. What? Oh, forget it. I didn't want to work for that firm of accountants anyway. Listen, thank you for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. And that's your podcast done for another one. We have some podcast-only material to do. Do we need a music bed for this? Nah, I'll put the F in. A couple of things that uh, we didn't know to do on radio. There's a story of a naturist who uh, even goes to his local pub completely naked, says that his lifestyle saves him a fortune because of... Well, he says clothing and energy bills. I'm not sure about energy bills. Surely you need the heating on more than I do, but it depends, doesn't it? Or, or you're okay with it looking like it's really cold? Up to you, innit? Saves money on clothes... I bet he gets through a lot of towels, though. And uh, Stuart Gilmore says that he's been comfortable in his birthday suit um, since day dot. No, I was comfortable in my birthday suit when I was born. Let's not conflate these issues. He said he would nip anywhere from his parents to sunbathe nude as a teenager. Oh, dear. He said, I'm more confident without clothes. We'll buy better clothes. And he yeah, he even goes down the pub, apparently. So, um, yeah. It's from Manchester, so just be careful... If you do turn up in Manchester. I mean, I know on the other side of the, the mountains and whatever, in Newcastle, they don't wear a coat. This guy's taking it too far. And there's this story as well. Bear in mind, the uh, podcast-only material has normally been about that guy who cheated at chess with the old <laughs> crammed up the... <laughs> this. Conkers is caught up in the cheating row after it emerged that a new woman's champion uh, is the judge's daughter. Thank heavens nothing was crammed up the... You know what I mean? These days when there's a cheating scandal, you just think of the worst. But you're right off your conquering go, wouldn't it? Oh, I, did, oh, I missed. Um, that's it for the podcast. Subscribe, tweet me, at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time, bye.